All right, everybody, and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Uh, Jordan, we don't know where Jordan is, but he's on vacation. And so Alicia and I uh, decided that we were going to do a couple of episodes for him uh, while he was away. We hope he has a good trip. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the MCU, like in a broader sense. But um, before I do that, I want to welcome my wife. And I don't want to say frequent uh, attendee or host of, of Nerd Talk with Jordan Holstead, but uh, semi. Is it semi now? What do, what do you say? I mean, I guess we could call it semi. Honestly, semi-regular. Well, I mean, like I say, first of all, thanks for having me, of course. Yeah. Um, it's always always fun to be on here um, when the topic interests me. And that's where that's what I always say. That's your punchline. That's like that's your... my punchline is that if the topic interests me, then sure, I'll I'll jump on and chat. Or if I'm not, you know, doing other things around the house or talking on the phone to friends. Yeah. Uh, we did an episode a while back and you were like, I want to be on that episode. And then you called a friend or your friend called you and mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to go talk to my friend. I'm like, fine, Jordan and I will yeah. work. It'd be great. <laughs> so it's, I think, I think sometimes it's fun to have, like, it's fun to have a third when you're doing these sorts of talks. Um, so I like to be available if, if I can be, um, I don't know. It's fun. Like I, I, definitely enjoy you and what's funny is like these are no different than the the everyday conversations that you and i get into on a regular basis like we are constantly talking about nerd stuff um you know both of us were were a little on the nerdy side before we met each other so um it's always been something that we had in common so something i enjoy yeah i appreciate as always being on yeah and i appreciate you being here like it's um i was gonna say that it's like you know really it's cool to have two people, but it's easier when you have three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan and I have a really good, you know, like rhythm between the two of us. Scott yeah, and there's I good on, banter. And the Scott Stemma podcast that we that I'm on um, regularly as well. Um, you know, we have a good, you know, kind of rhythm that we go back and forth off of each other. But when we have like a third or a special guest or something like that, mm-hmm. man, it, it makes it so much easier uh, to just kind of play off yeah. of each other. Um, getting into four or five, it's kind of hard, but three yeah, is kind of what- yeah. Well, it's no different than you like you go out to dinner with the more people, the less, the less conversation you really can have because everybody needs to, you know, to kind of get in on it, which is, which is great. Um, but I also say like, I, I feel like I'm also the resident female perspective. Um, yeah. <laughs> I never thought about <laughs> because that. Because if, if there's the, if there's a third, it's usually, and it's, and it's a female, it's usually me, which is fine. Like I'm, again, I have no issue with that. I think that it's, it's fun being able to just talk about this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So um, today, like I said before, we're going to talk a little bit about the MCU and kind of just the the broad state of it. And what I mean by that is a couple of weeks ago, I was actually in your office at work and one of your coworkers, Ben, mm-hmm. asked me a question and I kind of was like taken back because he is more of a Star Wars fan. He's not necessarily a Marvel or a DC fan. And we, we talk right. about... Star Wars, we talk about DC, we talk about Marvel. Um, obviously, Marvel has more content than than the other two that we just mentioned. But um, he asked me, he was like, you know, I really want to watch some of the Marvel movies, but I don't want to watch all of them. Where's a great place to start? And so it kind of, you know, stood out to me. It's like, wow, maybe this would be a great podcast topic to to introduce folks to kind of the, the MCU kind of the nerd movie watching realm. Mm -hmm. Um, We can include DC or star Wars with this as well, but like um, 
per Ben's question, you know, he was like, I think, I think it was something like, do I have to watch Ragnarok if I watch Infinity War and Endgame? Um, what if I just want to watch, you know, Infinity War? And then I'm like, you know, that's really <laughs> such a rabbit hole because um, as you and I and, and Jordan and others have watched these movies countless times, you know, they're connected in one way, shape or form. And, and, and it goes all the way back to the, the first Iron Man movie in 2007 or 2008, whenever the first Iron Man came out. And mm-hmm. um, there's callbacks to those movies, even you know, through Avengers Endgame. So yeah. um, I guess to, to, to kind of kick us off, Alicia, what do you, do you think, it's okay to watch some and not others. And if so, how would you go about doing that? Um, I, well, I think the short answer to your question is yes. I think it's possible. Um, the difficult piece is going to be what to include and what not to include. And I also think this conversation will vary based on who you ask. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you take somebody who's like super like, like Jordan or even will like they're huge captain America guys, they would be hard pressed to leave any of those out of, With of the, the must watch, you know? And I think that it, it's just, I mean, there, we all certainly have our least favorites, mm-hmm. um, but it's all about what story you want to tell. So like, and, and you know, I've had, you and I've had this conversation many times, um, probably a couple years ago, we, we were joking around. Can you imagine getting into the Marvel cinematic universe now versus when it actually started and how much catching up you would have to do to really get a full picture. Um, and so I think it's funny now that we're doing, now we're doing this podcast to kind of talk about if we think it's possible. Um, I think it's possible for sure. Um, but I think that there are some key pieces. I mean, obviously there are certain movies like, the main four Avenger movies to this point, like you can't leave those out because they have the characters in them. But before and between those movies, it's hard to get a full picture of who these people are and what their characters ticks are. Um, so again, I think it's certainly possible, but I don't know that there's going to be a perfect answer to the question, which ones do you include and which ones do you leave out? Yeah, I and I think Ben's question, you know, back to him, you know, back to Ben for a minute. Like he, I think he was more referencing like, okay, if I watch Thor Ragnarok and kind of that sequence, like Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War, Endgame, that kind of start in the middle, right? He's like, do I have to watch the Dark World and do I have mm-hmm. to watch the first Thor and then do I have to watch Love and Thunder? And I'm like, personally, I love the storytelling that goes on between Ragnarok through Endgame, and I've said that numerous mm-hmm. times on our show, but like. The idea that we, I, I'm a completionist, so I I, I want to watch everything. Um, right. I think he was, you know, he was like, okay, what if I really like Iron Man? Can I just watch Iron Man 1, 2, and 3 and be done with it? Can I watch mm-hmm. uh, Thor, Thor the Dark World, Thor Ragnarok, and yeah. Thor Love and Thunder and be done with it? Can I watch all three Guardians? For yeah, and then be done with it. And be done with it. My answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. Same thing with what you just said. Um, in reference to the Avengers movies, I think if they didn't make any other movies, which you wouldn't have the build that you do, you know, to get to Endgame. But like, if you literally just watched Avengers, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Avengers: Infinity War, and Avengers: Endgame, right. you could do the four of those. And you and I have done it where we watched, you know, mm-hmm. um, Infinity War and Endgame back to back because it's such a, you know, 
the way that Infinity War ends, you have to you have to, right. you have to pick up where you left off because it's kind of like a to be continued. It's kind of like that Empire Strikes Back to the Return of the Jedi where you pick up right where you left off and evil kind of wins and you want the good guys to win. Um, yeah, I, but there are also some, you know, when we started before we started recording, sorry. Um, you had mentioned there's some titles that we could just leave out, mm-hmm. right there. Uh, you know, I'm looking kind of the list, the infinity saga, um, in phase one, you have Iron Man, incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, Thor, Captain America, first Avenger Marvel's the Avengers. Um, I think the Incredible Hulk is not my favorite movie. Yeah. And with them changing characters uh, yeah. from the Incredible Hulk to the Avengers movie, like there's a different banner slash Hulk, um, yeah. which Ruffalo takes over in Avengers and moving forward, that's who who plays that character. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could leave, um, you could leave the Incredible Hulk out of there and I think you'd be okay. Yeah. Um, looking at phase two, we have Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers of Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. Are there any of those that you think could be left out? I mean, looking at those six, I wasn't a huge... I mean, granted, I'm not a huge Iron Man fan, but I feel like the Iron Iron Man 3 was... Eh, it was okay. Not everybody's favorite. Yeah, um... I, Thor: The Dark World too. Like I again, not not the best of the Thor, um, set. I don't know. I think those two. I will say though, thinking about um where we were at the time in our lives when Ant Man came out, you and I didn't see that one for the longest time. I actually I had a, a subscription to like a Disney movies where um you had to have so many movies um bought if not they would just like send you the one of the month or whatever mm-hmm. and i remember actually getting ant-man i got charged for it i didn't we were in the middle of moving so didn't have a chance to return it um and we ended up just giving it to my parents because we're like eh, we really don't we're, we don't really think we're going to watch this one um but now i'm so glad that we that we did because I, i'm not going to say it's my favorite but it's like it's definitely up there um, in that phase, we weren't always fans of Age of Ultron. Um, have a better appreciation for it now than I did when it came out. Um, well, I think I think your dad told me he was like, "You got to watch Ant Man." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," because well, we gave it that. to them. Yeah, yeah. And so he watched it. You know how he is with with some of the movies he watches. He really likes certain movies, and yeah, watch them. You know, several times, and so right. I felt like Ant-Man was one of them. So mm-hmm. for me, I would it, it would probably as much as of a Thor fan of I as much of a Thor fan as I am, mm-hmm. the dark world was probably not my favorite of, right. of, of phase two. Other than that, phase two is a pretty solid phase. Yeah. Um, phase three is kind of the, man, that's the, the climax in my opinion of, of the MCU. Yeah. There um, are a lot of good ones. There's civil war. You get the, the introduction of Dr. Strange. You get guardians mm-hmm. of the galaxy volume two, Spider-Man homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, a lot of good titles in that phase. Um, yeah. I don't know what I would cut. Maybe Civil War. 
Um, yeah, because that one I feel like one. Well, and what's funny is I feel like I can speak to Jordan, speak for Jordan a little bit on this one. I know that he doesn't really care for that one just because it doesn't it doesn't really match up very well with um, with the comic. Yeah. So I I can definitely see that. Um, I also know like, I, granted, I'm a fan of Captain Marvel and. Part of it, I feel like, is just maybe more nostalgic because it happened in the 90s. And there were so many references in that movie that I was just like, it felt like being back in childhood for me. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like for that reason, I would want to keep it in there. But at the same time, is it really necessary for the bigger story? Eh, maybe not. Yeah, and you don't get much of her in, she's not Infinity War, but she's in Endgame for like, you know, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. She's not in much of uh, anything else up until that point. Um, You know, I, go ahead. I will say this though, because we get introduced during civil, is it during civil war that we get Black Panther? Yes. That would be the only thing because I love the, in, his introduction in that. Yeah. Um, If I, you know, not that I'm cutting any of the movies in this, like we're we're kind of saying like if if movies were substituted out or films were substituted out, mm-hmm. um, you can get away with not watching, you know, to kind of understand the bigger story. Yeah, you know, I, I Civil War is growing on me the more I watch it, but like, but again, comic book accuracy and um, not. You know, it's kind of all over the place, and and mm-hmm. Jordan Jordan often references it. You know, as it could be a series, right? It could have been a small screen series that we mm-hmm. that we see now so often with with Disney Plus. Um, uh, Guardians two, you know, wasn't my favorite um, of the Guardians movies. It's yeah, I'll give you that. But I mean, Homecoming was solid. Ragnarok was solid. I'm not the biggest fan of Black Panther, the first Black Panther movie. I like Black yeah, Panther more. I like Black Panther more in Civil War, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Avengers: Infinity War is one of my favorite movies. Uh, we just watched that recently. Ant Man and the Wasp is hysterical, and I love it. But yeah, it's but not at the same time you can do without it if you're if you're trying to to if you're uh, trying other, to cut ones out. Yeah. Other than that post credit scene where they get dusted in the end, like right. you can you could do without that movie. There's the introduction of the quantum realm too that we we see and what sure is important and the third Ant Man install uh, installment. Uh, Captain Marvel again could do with or without, but. For you and I, it's really nostalgic and we enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. Endgame is a masterpiece. Far From Home is great. It's not as good as Homecoming, in my opinion. So, a um, lot of solid movies in three, basically. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to, it's hard to cut cut those out and have that yeah. conversation. Um, and Phase 4 was all over the place. And, you know, as far <laughs> yeah. as, you know, the list that I have pulled up uh that's a lot but it does not the, the list that i have pulled up i don't know if you have a list pulled up too but like yeah the list that i have pulled up is just the movies it's not the okay not, see i have one that's both okay yeah so you know we get to phase four and we get inter- introduced to the small screen stuff and you know you and i are both huge fans of the loki series and of wandavision and of mm-hmm. falcon and winter soldier and so let's just talk movies first, okay. like okay. movies in phase I'll, four. I'll do I'll do the movies and then you do the shows. How about that? Okay. Um, so movies. Phase four. We get Black Widow, we get Shang-Chi, we get Eternals, 
we get No Way Home, we get Multiverse of Madness, Love and Thunder, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. If I'm taking two or three movies out of this, it's probably Black Widow, mm-hmm. Eternals, mm-hmm. and Love and Thunder. Yep. 100% uh, on all of those. Maybe Wakanda Forever, but I, I liked Wakanda Forever. I just thought it was long. Well, and I think it was, it was also very emotional. Yes. Um, given the given the circumstance. Like, it was just a very emotional movie. So I, I can... I appreciate it for them trying to honor him, um, Chadwick Boseman, honor him. Um, but it was it was emotionally draining. Yes, absolutely. And it was almost three hours. The movie itself, right? Was it was hours. very, very, it was very, very long. But to be fair, in Phase Four, they were bangers. Like Shang Chi mm-hmm. was great. No Way yeah. Home was outstanding, and Multiverse of Madness was outstanding. Oh yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. What do you, what about the shows that we get in? Um, so I'm actually, I'm looking at two different sets. So I'm trying, I'm looking at the one that I think is right. Um, so Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, WandaVision, Hawkeye, um, She-Hulk, Moon Knight. I think that's all of them. Um, I could, pro- oh, and Ms. Marvel. Um, I appreciated the culture that we see in Ms. Marvel and we start seeing a lot more people, but I feel like that one I could probably leave out. Um, of course, everybody knows that I love Loki. So that one I'm definitely not going to leave off, off the list. I do love WandaVision. I feel like I like it more every time I watch it. Um, and it kind of helps. And you, you see these things like it goes hand in hand with the, with the movies, right? Like, we, do you really understand Multiverse of Madness if you haven't seen WandaVision? Like mm-hmm. you're not going to get a full appreciation of it. Um, I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier and Hawkeye just because we got to see more of those characters. Um, I could probably leave out She-Hulk. Um, I loved Moon Knight, seeing different a different aspect of of the superhero character with his. Um, I don't know if that's a split personality or a bipolar. What that's considered. I watched the episode back or listened to the episode that you guys talked about, but I don't remember. Um, and I feel like what if could have probably been left out as well. It was interesting to see like a kind of a what if perspective, but I kind of think we get that with the multiverse of madness. And I think we'll get that more as the multiverse concept is right. Fleshed out in future projects. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love WandaVision. Elizabeth Olsen is just on another level. I think of acting. Um, yeah. She's just doing so much now, even outside of the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. Love Loki. Uh, love Hawkeye. Moon Knight is, is is Oscar Isaacs is just phenomenal. Phenomenal, yeah. Um, it, it's so hard. Like I, especially in Phase Four, I I ate up all the small screen stuff, all the stuff mm-hmm. we saw on the screen, the small screen, like in our living rooms every you know Wednesday or whatever that was. Yeah, uh, when they would drop new episodes. Uh, what if I liked it? Like you said, that was my favorite. Miss um, Marvel, I think, again, you're going to see some more of that stuff fleshed out as we move forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's going to be in the Marvels, which comes out later this year. Um, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I think we're just cracking the ice with with her and her character. Mm-hmm. Um, her show was great. A lot of worldly perspective and, um, you know, kind of culture that we we don't typically see. Um, 
than superheroes. So, um, yeah, I, man, I, it's so hard because, you know, we're such, we're such fans of this, this work. Well, we're big nerds about it. Like we've been, again, to your point, we've been watching then since 2006, 2007, eight, like it was just, it's been something that we've been, um, that we've been looking at since then. And it's like, it's hard to, because you now see the importance of things looking back. Um, I think it's hard to leave anything out again. Like, I feel like there are some like black widow eternals. Maybe those will make more sense in the down the road. But at this point I could say probably kick them out (laughs) and I'm not trying to be mean about it. Like I just, I don't know. Well, if you were answering Ben's question, for example, what would you say to him? So you, you his question was, can I, I watch Guardians 1, 2, and 3 and without seeing all these other ones and be okay? And I think the answer is you could watch them. And for the most part, they will make enough sense for you to kind of get by, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um but I guess it's just, it's more of a full picture if you actually sit down and invest the time um, to, to get to know these characters. Now, does that mean that you have to go in order? I don't think you do. So I think for somebody, if they just kind of want to dip their toes in and they pick like their favorite and they go, let's go Guardians 1, 2, 3 maybe watch the Avenger movies that are in between there and in, in between guardians one and two, two and three, um, just to kind of get their feet wet. I also think that sometimes like getting, just getting somebody partially invested, they'll, they'll start getting curious enough about the other things. Like, I wonder why this doesn't really make full sense to me, this piece of it. And then they go back and start from the beginning and they start watching and and then they say, Oh, this is why it doesn't make this. It makes more sense now. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, you could get them hooked that way. But like they're, you know, I think you're right. Like if you have, you know, somebody who just wants to watch Guardians 1, 2, and 3, that that's going to make sense. If somebody's going to want to watch Captain America, Captain America Winter Soldier Civil War, yeah, it's going to make sense. Um, and I think they did that strategically too on purpose. Um, when, yeah. When the Marvel Studios came out with these movies, like same thing yeah, with Thor. Thor, the Dark World, Ragnarok, uh, Love and Thunder. There's still that story that is being told um, of each of these characters. And I think that's why they did that, which, you know, they built these phases around each of the Avengers movies. Um, mm-hmm. And in phase three, we get two Avengers movies back to back. But it's like, you know, it's this big culmination of like, you know, I don't, there's not a better way to describe it other than like, if you look at a comic book, for example, and you look at the look at the pages of a comic and you see these characters and these mm-hmm. characters and these characters come together to do this, this, and this. It's like, oh, there's stuff going on over here while this story's going on, but eventually they're gonna run into each other and eventually they're gonna help each other. And eventually they may yeah. fight each other, sort of like Cap and, and Iron Man did in Civil War. Um yeah. it's it's that's just about writing and it's about stories that are being told. Um if you know, Ben were to ask me the same question about DC, right? I'd probably have a whole different answer because I think with the DC, right. with the DCEU, they didn't do such a great job of connecting the stories. 
Right, and, so you can really just pick up and do whatever, whichever right. ones you want. You can watch Man of Steel, or you can watch Aquaman, or you can watch yeah. Justice League, or you can watch uh, The Flash. And like, um, maybe not The Flash because it pre- <laughs> because it's like <laughs> there's a lot of characters in it, and you're like, wait, this person's not supposed to be in that movie. But um, <laughs> but I think as far as like Justice League, um, Wonder Woman, you know, Man of Steel, mm-hmm. you know, movies like that, uh, Batman versus Superman, there's there's a sense of, you know, storytelling without having a bigger universe going on around it, sort of like the MCU does. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts that you have? Like if, if, if somebody, you know, came to you and asked you, hey, Alicia, where should I start with the MCU? Yeah. And I know you're like a big rule follower because I'm married to you and I know, I know your personality, but it's like... <laughs> oh, I do love my rules. But it's like, you'd be like, no, you have to start with Iron Man 1 <laughs> and go no, through the whole... I, I honestly, like, I, I, I'll say that I don't... Again, I think that it's possible. I think that if the person gets invested enough, then you might get them to start watching more of the things. But if I were to... If, if somebody were to ask me, like, I'm not sure how much time I went to invest in this where do you think the best place to start is? I would probably just say, I would probably say start with the first Avengers Mm -hmm. because you, you get to know who the characters are within that movie. Even if you don't know their full story, like, I mean, how many years did it take me to watch Hulk? Yeah. I, I didn't watch Hulk for, I mean, I think maybe we watched it during 2020 maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it was like, Hey, maybe I should watch this because we're getting, we're doing more of these podcasts. I kind of already knew Bruce Banner's story um, just by seeing him in other films. So, uh, but I think that it's nice having that perspective as well. Um, If I had to say, pick one in phase one, I would say go Avengers, start with the first four and you'll probably get curious enough and want to know enough about the other characters that you're seeing that you'll then go back and start investing time, more time into it. Absolutely. I think lastly, as we kind of wrap up our time together today, um, I would encourage you to, to watch all of them. But like, you know, as we've, you know, went through kind of the phases that are already in existence, we didn't really touch phase five because there's only a couple projects out as of this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Quantum Mania and what's the other one? Um Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, thank you. Guardians 3. Um, you know, as this, as of this recording, you know, those are the only two out in phase five. But like, we just went through and we're like, you know, maybe these, you know, you could do without these. But, you know, something that I will encourage, you know, our listeners or whoever, you know, be listening to this podcast, you know, you may watch Black Widow and you, you'll love it. You mm-hmm. may watch Black Widow and hate it. You may watch um, The Winter Soldier and absolutely love it and have to get more of Captain America. Um, mm-hmm. You may watch, I don't know, Ant-Man and you may hate it, but, but what I would encourage you to do is don't just do one and just hang it up. Um, but I think Alicia, what you said was kind of spot on, at least with Avengers, you can get the first Avengers movie. You get like a small taste of multiple characters. They do mm-hmm. a great job of incorporating stories um, and telling that story and what's going on. And then, um, if you're curious enough, curious enough to watch, you know, Age of Ultron or Infinity War or Endgame, you're like, wow, these uh, there's more to this story, right? Mm-hmm. And there's more to uh, the storytelling and this writing that, you know, maybe I want to get invested in. So um, 
Yeah, I I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer in reference yeah. to <laughs> in and reference to like, watching. And these. I get time is precious. So yes. like I get I get people who haven't been watching this from the beginning, like others, being hesitant on do I invest the time, do I not? But I think I think given those four movies, that's probably less than ten hours. I didn't look think do any calculations. Um, but that's less than ten hours that you're investing. And that's, I think, a good test when you think about how many hours you would be investing if you're looking at all of the movies and all of the TV shows. Do you remember when Endgame came out and people were like trying to watch all of them in order right before up to up into the yeah. point of <laughs> we're like, yeah. we, just, we don't have time for that. But or people like your brother who went and saw did Endgame. he see Infinity War or Endgame? I think he I think he went to see Endgame without seeing any of the other ones. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> that. I definitely would not recommend that. Um because you don't, you want to have at least some investment in, yeah, some investment in the characters that you're spending. Because that movie was probably close to three hours, so you want to at least have some investment before you jump into something like that. Yeah. So, any other thoughts uh, you have, or advice, or things you want to say, as far as the? Um, I would just say ask your nerd friends. Um, all of your nerd friends are probably going to have different opinions, but. I think that they're the ones who know the product the most because they've invested the most time. Um, I mean, we've all probably not seen these movies just once or TV shows just once. We've invested a good amount of time. So ask your nerd friends what their recommendations are um, just to get started. And nerd friends, be gracious with your friends that want to adopt the Marvel Universe <laughs> because yeah. I, I was I was talking to your coworker Ben, the other day, Alicia, mm -hmm. and he just got kind of overwhelmed yeah because, yeah it's very easy yes yeah and then mike your other you know other co-worker mike shout out to mike douglas um <laughs> he was like yep it's an investment yeah it is <laughs> um, it is absolutely investment so all right so maybe you uh our listeners have questions uh and you know have questions similar to like ben asked uh me and more recommendations or recommendations um just uh, write to us on our social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok, we're on all major social platforms. And we want to connect with you. So if you have questions or comments or, or topics that you'd like us to cover, we would, um, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, Nerd Talk with Jordan Halstead across all platforms. So with that said, we will catch you next time on Nerd Talk. <laughs>